Counting down the top three moments of the Razorback football season in 2021, it's as simple as that. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 The Buzz and buzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday afternoon. Uh, mine have been better. I actually having some problem with my heat and that's why I'm wearing a beanie. So that's great. Cause it's freezing in here, but that's all right. We're going to power through it as best as we can. But, uh, so coming off that high of the Razorback football season and the, the ending of the bowl to the bowl game and being able to have the fun to come along with it too. And the cell and all those things. And now that the season finally came to an end, and since we normally do a three segment uh, podcast, I was thinking about just doing the top three moments because there are a lot of moments to choose from, and I'm probably not going to be too surprising with it. And you can call moments, you can call them games, you can call it uh, days, however you want to do it. But uh, these are just going to be the top three things that really stand out to me uh, as far as you know some of the, the memorable things that Arkansas was able to accomplish uh, so far this year. And I want to start with, because I thought about doing the Penn State Bowl game, which I was like, okay, that one was a great one. Well, let's be honest about it. Anytime you can win the bowl game and and all of that, especially how long it's been, you know that's a that's a great thing. But since we're coming fresh off of it, I feel like that would kind of be a little bit remiss. And it, and as great as it was, it still wasn't a top moment. Like it was great, but you know you expected to win. Um, you you enjoyed the whole weekend and all the pomp and circumstance to come along with it. But honestly, my number three, my number three moment uh, for Arkansas this year was the comeback against Mississippi State at home where K.J. Jefferson was able to lead the Razorbacks to a game-winning drive down the field, get the touchdown, take the lead 28 to 30 or 31 to 28. And, of course, we know Mississippi State got a chance to kick the field goal to tie it, and they missed it. But to me, that, that was one of the, the most poignant moments of the season, mainly due to the fact that you know Arkansas had always had problems winning games in general. Let's just be honest about it. But another thing that they kind of had a bad stigma about is blowing leads. And once they got hit in the mouth, it was all over. Once they got down late in the game, it was all over. They were just going to roll over and die. That was the, the stigma that was against them. But you kept seeing times, though, where Arkansas would make plays down the stretch. But they needed to be put in a situation to where when the game's on the line, how did they react? And the first time that we really saw it with the game on the line was Arkansas and Ole Miss where once again, K.J. Jefferson drove down the field on the final drive of the game, scored a touchdown, and had a chance to win it. Of course, we know Arkansas missed a two-point conversion, but that was really the first indication of like, okay, maybe there's something to it. Now, part of that was also, let's be honest, Ole Miss's defense was terrible. Like Arkansas, there was just a back-and-forth offensive game. So I wouldn't say I was surprised to see Arkansas do that. But against Mississippi State, when they had a lead uh, late in the game, and I think it was 28 to 23 at the time. Arkansas, of course, everyone knew that this is going to be KJ's game. And, you know, you have to go to certain players and Traylon Burks and get involved in everything. 
But from the very get-go, it was methodical. You had K.J. Jefferson making perfect passes, making perfect decisions, running the ball when he needed to run the ball. The play calling was immaculate. And you were able to go down the field against an SEC team, a quality SEC team, and get the victory. Like, you asked for what more could you say and want out of your star quarterback in the offense that seems like they've had so long where they've been struggling at times for them to go up against an SEC team like Mississippi State and do what they did, especially at home, especially with the crowd. And, uh, you know, he got some help. Let's be honest. You know, the missed field goals the Mississippi State had was helpful. And also your field goal kicker, Cam Little, was able to hit the field goals when it mattered the most. Now, between KJ's great game and then Dominic Johnson, of course, running it in and having a great game there as well, uh, the, the call on fourth down where it was holding on uh, Mississippi State against Traylon Burks, which they were all mad about, but I'm like, you knocked him down. I mean, you got to call something there. Like, all those things mixed in together, and it, it was awesome. But it proved, <clears throat> it proved that Arkansas knew how to be a football team that even though they're down, even though the game's on the line, even though they have to have a drive right here if they want to be able to win the game or tie the game or whatever it is, you have the makings of a very, very, very mentally tough team that's able to have the talent in place, the coaching in place, the play calling in place to be able to make the plays when they matter the most. Now, the, uh, the only unfortunate thing about it is I feel like it's the opposite on the defensive side. I feel like defensively, there's a lot of times where you should be able to be a lot better than what you are and maybe not have, like in the Mississippi State game, give up a, a long drive that ends up nearly costing you. You should be able to not have that as often. But offensively, the makings of a great quarterback always can come down to what they do in the biggest and brightest moments. And K.J. Jefferson in the biggest moments delivers. And that's why I feel like as long as he's the quarterback of Arkansas, Arkansas is always going to be in great shape. And that's what's next year is going to be his team even more so. And we'll be curious to see his development, how he gets better, how he uh, is able to get used to some of the new parts that are going to be around him too and, and all of that. But next season, because of what we saw this year and especially in the Mississippi State game, it was you know that you're always going to be in good shape when it comes down to the game being on the line. And that's why I love that moment so much. That's why I love that game so much is because – it was exactly what you would want to see from a stud quarterback like K.J. Jefferson and the Arkansas offense and Kendall Bryles, who, of course, we know took a lot of uh, a lot of heat this past year as well. Folks, I got to tell you about this incredible app where you, let's be honest, we all buy gas, right? Well, why not buy gas and also get some money back while you're doing it? It's an app called Get Upside. Listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. And use promo code SCORE, and you'll get a $0.25 cent bon uh, per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash is just gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime from your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift gift card. Or Amazon or other brands, just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get a 50, 50 cent get, uh, gallon cash back on your first tank. Again, that is SCORE for 50 cents uh, on your first tank. Also, we're uh, brought to you by betonline.ag. It has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues to get matched. It's marched through the college bowls and the season in the pro football playoffs. BetOnline is your number one spot for 
all the sports action this season. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from football, basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline has the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available at BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so now we got to get into the number two moment of the season this year for the Razorbacks in football. And I think that most of you will probably agree with my number two and number one. I would think so, maybe. But a number two to me was beating Texas A&M in Arlington and finally ending that losing streak that had been so frustrating, that had been so annoying, to finally get that monkey off your back and start the season 4-0 for the first time since 2003. Now, the game itself wasn't the prettiest game of all time. You won 20-10, to which, hey, any game is pretty when you win, and it doesn't matter how it happens or what goes down. But the thing is, is that this game was one that everyone had circled to where it's like if you beat Texas, that would have been huge, and everyone was not going to be surprised by it. Or if you beat Ole Miss, or if you beat Missouri, or if you beat Mississippi State, like – Nobody was really going to be surprised if you won those games. But the Texas A&M one was always the one where you felt like you were so close yet so far. You felt like you were always the better team in a lot of cases, but because of bad coaching, because of bad mental toughness, something we talked about, you would blow leads late. Close but no cigar for way too many years, way too many years. The fact you never beat Kevin someone is a joke. And this was the year, though, where Texas A&M, still a really good team, still a lot of talent, but due to their quarterback issue that they had a, a big injury and Zach Calzada had to come in and, and be the starter, and uh, it, it seemed like all the things were kind of aligning where this could be Arkansas's chance. Finally, this could be Arkansas's opportunity to win this game and win it, they did. Now, it came with a little bit of craziness because K.J. Jefferson also played Really well. He went 7-15 to 15 for 212 yards, two touchdowns. But he did get hurt in this game, for those of you that remember. And Malik Hornsby had to come in. And uh, he was able to do some nice things and whatnot. But it was still a little bit like the offense just wasn't there. Right? Defensively, a and was doing a good job. But the offense really wasn't able to get anything going. Uh, you know, Traylon Smith was your leading rusher with 82 yards. Of course, Burks was Burks. He had six catches for 167 yards. Yeah, not bad. Uh, but all those things coming into place, it was a it was a tough deal. And in fact, defensively is where you won your game. You were getting all types of issues to Zach Calzada all game long. And the really the only play that had that was really big was, of course, the Isaiah Spiller run went for 67 yards and a touchdown. But besides that, they had nothing. AM had nothing on Arkansas's defense. Trey Williams, the defensive lineman, was being an absolute animal. And it, it was all just coming into play where Arkansas took the lead early. I think they were up uh, at one point. They were up, I think, was it 13 to nothing? I think it was 13 to nothing. And uh, it may have been 17 to nothing, 17-3, something like that. But anyways, it's it's just you had the lead from the very get-go. And then when you got to the second half, it was just a matter of holding on to it. You didn't have your star quarterback, although he did come back in later in the game and really show some toughness, which is always another cool thing about K.J. Jefferson. The guy is extremely tough. Uh, but 
to go into Arlington and finally for once to see Aggie fans go home with an L out of Arlington was sweet to see that, to see the fans excitement, to see the players on the field going crazy, lifting up that trophy, to see Jerry Jones going and posing with the team and the trophy and everything like that, because he knows that finally his team's the one that won it. His team is the one that ended up getting the championship or at least the Southwest conference, Southwest classic trophy. Like getting that was so rewarding for him and so rewarding for fans too. And I think that every time that you look at this game, it's one that, will you beat A&M all the time? No. Will there be times where they beat you because they just got more talent and maybe a better situation? Yeah. But there's no reason for you to have lost as many games as you did to Texas A&M. And to finally do that and to see the start of 4-0 and to have a top 10 ranking after that weekend, it was almost surreal. It was almost a feeling of, okay, yeah, you beat Texas. That's one thing. But now you beat A&M and people are starting to wise up and wake up to the fact that Sam Pittman and the Razorbacks are actually a legitimate team. Some people didn't want to believe it. Some people said, no, this isn't right. There's This is a fluke. There's no way this team's that good. They're, they're fine, whatever. But, uh, you know, they're just getting lucky, whatever it is. That was the type of game where you felt like you have arrived and you got the – it's like you got everyone's attention. It was no longer a cute little Cinderella story. You got people's attention, and you had a top 10 ranking. Now, we know that the next week you lost to George in a major way, and he kind of came back down to reality. But, again, we're talking about moments. But that moment was great. And then the, it was a beautiful day down in Arlington to go out into the area surrounding the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, go to Texas Live, and Razorback fans were just calling the hogs and going crazy. And you, had, you owned the state of Texas because that was your third win against the Texas team. And it's just because you know the whole history there and then the complexity of the Arkansas and Texas connection to be able to win that one and win all those games. Yeah, it was just awesome. And I'm so happy it happened this year. And I'm so happy for Sam Pittman that it happened. And hopefully it's one of many, one of many times you can have uh, a game like this where you finally get that college or that uh, Southwest Classic to come back and stay in Fayetteville. Next year, next year is going to be a tough one, but whew, man. I love that game, and I love beating Texas A&M. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you will need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. It's the number one financial cloud system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And for the for the new year, NetSuite has offered a new financial program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Just head to netsuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing business. Again, head over to netsuite.com slash locked. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as if it was no surprise as to what our number one moment of the Razorback football season has been, we already mentioned it, it is the victory over Texas in game two of the season in Fayetteville, 
where Arkansas won 40-21, to 21, and honestly, it wasn't even that close. Fans rushed the field on a beautiful September night in Fayetteville, and you could not have asked for anything more. You know, this was the game that everyone was going to start seeing and feeling like if you were real. Like last year in 2020, you won three SEC games. You should have won four. You did win four. But like all the COVID stuff had everything in such a weird like uncertainty. You didn't really know exactly who was good, who was not good, who was actually, you knew Bama was good, I guess. But you just had so many instances where it was like, okay, is this, how good are we? How good are we really? Is, is this something that's legitimate or are we just benefiting from some good coincidences? But this Texas game that had been a long time running, you were supposed to play this game back in 2009, but you had the schedule against a and and you had to push it back up until 2021. You've been waiting on this game for a very long time to see how it all goes to see if you could finally, finally be able to beat a legitimate team at home, especially at a home game. Like, you haven't had the crowd there in, in the way you wanted it and, and how it should have been, but everything was coming together for this game. It was 6 p.m., ESPN, Joe Tessitore, Greg McElroy on the call, night game in Fayetteville, Razorback Stadium against a longtime heated rival where everything about them you hate, and even if you weren't born during the Southwest Conference era, your parents taught you how much hatred there was for Texas. There were horns down going all over the place all of the time, and it was just magical. The hype, the energy coming into this game, the tailgating scene was electric. You, you had everything you could possibly want, a sellout crowd of nearly 80,000 people there. The stage was set. That was all great. But the thing is, is that there has always been a little bit of a concern when it came to Razorback athletics. And anytime you had a really hyped game with a huge crowd, a lot of times it ended up being disappointing. Think about men's basketball in Kentucky a couple years ago when John Calipari got ejected. Remember how crazy that crowd was and how packed it was? We still lost that game. Or like the times in Arkansas baseball, and especially in postseason play, some of the record crowds, their biggest crowds ended in losses disappointment and hype surrounding it usually came along with like just uh and it never made sense so there was always this feeling that you get so pumped and hyped for a game and it usually doesn't go your way but this game broke that trend this game had everything going into and not only did the river they delivered in the biggest and best way possible where from the get-go, the Arkansas Razorbacks were the better team on the field. They 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 put their foot down, stepped on the throat, and finished them off. And it, again, the final score wasn't even really a good indication of how much of a blowout this was. Arkansas had a 16-0 lead at halftime. And then they scored 17 points in the third quarter, and then another touchdown in the fourth quarter, 40 points in all. The defense was incredible, like Hudson Card, Casey Thompson, those guys didn't have any answer for anything. B. John Robinson, a great running back, had no answer. He was averaging three and a half yards a, a carry. K.J. Jefferson went in, and he did his thing with 14 of 19 for 138 yards, but it was the rushing attack that really got it going for Arkansas. 75 yards for Traylon Smith, 73 yards for K.J. Jefferson. A.J. Green had 67 yards. Rocket Sanders had 50. Dominic Johnson had 44. Malik Hornsby had 29. Like, just boom. 47 carries, 333 yards, 7.1 yards a carry. Folks, that's domination. There is nothing sexier to being able to run the ball down your opponent's throats, being extremely physical, and they have no 
answer whatsoever. That's what happened in this game. And not only did you do it in this game, you did it against the Texas team that you just got everyone gets so sick and tired of hearing about. And when you put your foot on the grass from beginning to end, everyone knew that this team was going to be different. This was no longer a Chad Morris team. This was a Sam Pittman team. And then the fans who rushed the field, and it, it was just a magical night. Like you could not I, – I've, I've said this many times before, and some of you who are listening to this or watching this have probably uh, been around longer than I have, but it just in my lifetime of every game that I have been to in my life, in Razorback football, road, neutral, bowl games, whatever, that may have been one of my favorite days of Razorback football history. Just because of beginning to end, it was fun. It did not stop. Woke up at 6 a.m., like 5 a.m. actually. Got out there at 6 a.m. to tailgate. Did not stop. Everything was great. The weather was great. The atmosphere was great. Tailgating was great. Game was great. Ending was great. Celebration afterwards was great. Everything about it was great. And it was just a really great start to the season. Just really set the tone on everything. And I just, oh, see, I still get goosebumps even just thinking about it and how awesome it was. But there you have it. That's my number one moment. And those were my top three moments. And I'm sure that a lot of you are probably going to disagree with me or want to throw out some uh, other options. You can do that in the comment section too, which uh, is always fun to see and read some of those fun fun ones as well. But either way, those are my top three moments. Appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast today. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you.